Welcome to the Wellness Members Club. What is the Wellness Members Club? This is your safe space to get real with yourself. Where you get vulnerable and you feel validated. And an aesthetically pleasing place to talk about the ugly truth of life. Welcome Welcome to the club, club, sis. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Members Club. I'm your host, Nicole. It's going to be me, myself, and I today, and we're going to dive deep on accepting your past and defining your future. And this topic I absolutely love, and I'm super excited to get into this with you guys today because currently I'm really working on defining who my future self is, who my highest self is, and actively doing those habits and stepping into her. Defining your future self is so fun because you can really be anything you want. But before we get into that, we're going to go into accepting your past, becoming self-aware of the things you need to be aware of to really move forward and embrace that change. I'll go into what was well and what was unwell about my week. So what was well was This week, I definitely had just more balance in my life. I feel like the past two weeks, I was go, 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 working until nine o'clock at night, and it was just en route to burnout. So this week, I really took the time to hang out with people and enjoy the small things in life and really just do things that made me happy. It was really rainy out, but I wanted to be outside. So I went to the beach and just wrote for an hour. And it felt really good to connect with myself. And I haven't done that in two weeks or so. So that was a lot of fun. I went food shopping. I worked out. So it was kind of just a me day. And I really enjoyed it. I also kept seeing 222 for my spiritual people. And apparently that means I need more balance in my life. So the angels are screaming at me to take a chill pill and take a step back. But now we're good on that front. And what was unwell about my week is My cat is sick, but he's on the rise from here. All right, I guess we could just dive deep into the deep stuff of accepting your past. So accepting your past, for me, took a rock bottom to really look at myself in the mirror and like dive deep into what happened to me all my life. But I would say the most important thing about accepting your past is just becoming self-aware. A lot of us believe that trauma is only big T trauma, they call it, which is very severe traumas that some of us go through, but a lot of us go through little T traumas. So an example is being bullied in school or being in a relationship that was emotionally abusive. And there's just so many levels of trauma that I think a lot of us downplay some things that have happened to us to really become self-aware of, okay, that might've shaped me into the person I am now. And just really going back to childhood, inner teen, and becoming aware of circumstances that could have affected you. Some things that I did was I did a lot of inner child work and a lot of inner teen work. And I literally Googled online inner child prompts and inner teen prompts. And that really helped me connect with myself and also remember things that I have pushed down for so long and let come up. For me, when I was in high school and my inner teen years, I really struggled with my self-image, body image, 
confidence it all it really brought up that insecure part of myself and i did that about a month ago and i literally like since i brought her up i felt insecure for a good 3 days and i had to instead of resisting it and just push that part of myself back down i really met her with love and i was like it's okay you are accepted here and i know you feel not great in your body right now or whatever and i just accepted it and then i let it go step 1 is becoming aware and then Two, once you kind of dabble into that work, you'll almost trigger yourself and bring up those past emotions. That's where the work starts because you can meet that with acceptance, with love to move past anything, accept the reality of what happened and either forgive it, let it go if it's no longer serving you. And I definitely recommend you doing that journal work if you really haven't reflected on your life yet. And not only are we reflecting and becoming aware of how our trauma affected us, but also mistakes, things that we've regretted doing, past versions of ourselves that really thought we were doing the best thing that we could do for ourselves at that moment. But looking back, you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Yes, becoming self-aware of our traumas is super important, but also just becoming aware of where did I go wrong? And that's okay, because I was doing the best that I could of what I knew at that time. For the longest time, I identified myself as my mistakes and I'm someone that's really, really hard on myself. And I really struggled to let go of that and it was affecting my self-worth and self-respect for myself. Really accepting your mistakes and learn from them. If you're guilty for something, why are you guilty and what did you learn from it? And then you can move past that all with self-forgiveness and self-forgiveness is such a crucial component of accepting your past and just understanding that it's okay to make mistakes and you are still deserving of your forgiveness because holding on to guilt and self-blame can be detrimental to your mental and emotional well-being and possibly one of the lowest vibrations that you can carry with yourself so what i like to do is i would write a letter to my younger self forgiving that version of myself and when you really look at it like hurt people hurt people so if you are guilty about hurting other people look at the state of mind you were in and just show love to that version of yourself like i'm sorry that you felt like that and i'm sorry that i wasn't there for you in the way that i should have been and really showed you love and a good example that I recently did was I was a chronic self-abandoner, which self-abandoning is pretty much just putting your feelings and your emotions on the back burner to make someone else happy. And I was just really disconnected with myself. So in relationships, romantic relationships, and in friendships, I just would not even check in with myself of what do I want and what do I think. And what I did was I wrote a letter to myself, forgiving myself that I wasn't with myself for all of those years. I'm sorry that I left you because it really did feel like I wasn't with myself. And that might sound crazy, but I feel like if you are a self-abandoner, when you know, you know. <laughs> it really is just such a disconnect with your thoughts and your actions. So I wrote a letter to my past self saying, I'm so sorry that I did that to you. I'll never leave you like that again. Writing letters to past versions of myself really helped me, but to each their own, I would say try it if you've never tried it. And once you forgave yourself for your past mistakes and let go of regrets, now is when you can 
focus on the present and step into this new version of yourself because my favorite quote, and it's literally on my Instagram bio, is we accept all parts of ourselves here because you can't truly love yourself if you don't love the shadow parts of you. The shadow parts are parts of you that are shameful or you're guilty of or it's embarrassing. And it's really important that you accept not only the light parts, which is the easy part, but the shadow parts, the parts that if there's a flashlight on, you're going to be screaming for someone to turn it off. No matter what happened to you in your life, no matter what trauma happened to you, no matter what upbringing happened to you, or no matter what you did, you are so worthy and deserving of living what you want in life. What I'm going to get into next is really getting clear on what we want because it's hard to follow through and become this person that we don't even know what we want, right? Um clearly just an avid journaler over here. I love journaling, but that is the only thing that really helped me get clear and become consistent. But once we've accepted our past, give yourself grace. It takes time. I feel like even now there's parts of me that I haven't fully accepted yet and that's okay, but I'm still actively stepping into this new version of myself and just giving myself grace with, all right, I haven't fully accepted this part of myself yet or this mistake, but As long as you're self-aware and are forgiving that, you're able to move forward. The first thing that I did when I started this journey of defining who is my true self, who is my highest self, who do I really want to be, is I made a list. And I know I talked about this in the last episode, but one, defining my core values of who do I want to show up as every day and what is important to me. My family and friends are important to me. Being honest, being loyal. All the qualities that I look for in other people were actually the ones that I want to embody. Think about the people that you are looking to date, right? Like you want all these positive qualities for them. Make sure you look in the mirror and you have those as well. Once you get this list of who is your highest self, who do you want to be? Then we're going to break it down into setting these specific goals. And anyone who's read Atomic Habits, the best book I could ever recommend someone, Tiny Habits and Small Steps is going to get you to who you want to be. And that's for anything. That's for a new career change. If you want to become more confident, if you want to be a really good golfer and you suck right now, like anything that you could possibly want to do in life and show up as, tiny steps and small habits are going to be your best friend. Once you Define your future self. What are your goals, values, and aspirations? What does your ideal future look like in terms of personal and professional growth? We're going to set specific goals. Start with one to three habits. You could start daily. And everyone's life is going to be different. Some of us are super busy and can't necessarily fit things in. But for me, uh, when I first started on this journey about three months ago, mine was wake up before 7.30 because I didn't love how I'd wake up at 8.30, roll out of bed and just work my nine to five, read at least 10 pages of a book a day or listen to a podcast because I always want to keep educating myself. I love learning and I just, I never want to stop learning. Number three was go to the gym or do a workout slash move my body before my nine to five. And I've done all of those things and I now define myself as someone that goes to the gym before work. And I learned so much from podcasts and books and I feel good. And it really, when you start small and actually do these things, you build that trusting relationship with yourself and it only gets you further. 
And what also can help is creating a vision board. I mean, you can do an actual physical one, or I just did one on Pinterest. And it really helps you put pictures to what you want. So my dream apartment, and it kind of just gets you excited to what can come because you accepted your past. You aren't happy with where you are now. Like, let's get excited about what can our future be. And then once I had those habits down, one to three habits a week, and created this vision board, now is the time to develop a plan. I outlined the steps that I needed to take to reach my goals and become my future self. So a well thought out plan that can serve as a roadmap for my journey really helps me. I'm really focusing on myself and that probably just leads to in general, just more isolation. Like I spend a lot of time alone. I do things alone. I take myself out on dates alone. And this is also the first time in my life that I've really been given the chance to dive deep with myself and really look within because throughout high school and throughout college, I always, not always, but a lot of that time I was in romantic relationships and I was always looking outward of myself. And I think I mentioned this in the second episode, but I really struggled with looking for validation, looking for love outwards. And this is the first time where I truly feel a deep connection with myself and I truly can say I love myself. And it just feels really good. Spending that time alone, writing down whatever I want, doing things that are creative for me, doing things that are fun for me, I'm doing it all. It might feel lonely, but it's not going to feel lonely for long. Because at first, it might feel like isolation, but it's going to slowly turn into solitude and you're going to enjoy this time with yourself. Life gets so much better when you actually like yourself because your whole world is an outward projection of what you actually think about yourself. Quote that I absolutely love that I saw the other day, when two people meet, there are really six people present. There is each person as they see themselves, each person as the other person sees them, and each person as they really are. And if anything, this should just give you satisfaction of how you view yourself is never going to be how other people view you. And even when you're people-pleasing or doing everything you can to make someone happy and make you view you as cool or whatever you want to be viewed as, they aren't going to view you how you want them to view you. So take that and deep breath and accept it and just be whoever the fuck you want. And you cannot control what you cannot control. You can't control other people's thoughts because they're just projecting how they see you onto them. If you're triggering someone because you are stepped into this authentic version of yourself, you're triggering them because they don't feel confident enough to be in their authenticity. So take that. When I heard that quote, I really took it and was like, I can't control how people view me anyways. So as long as I like myself and the people close to me and I really value their opinion, like me and think I'm a good person, you're good. For the longest time, I really struggled with self-worth issues and it kind of just kept getting worse and worse the longer I was in relationships and just never spent that time with myself like through college I started let's say at a B and I ended up as an F self-worth wise all I really needed was look in the mirror and just see my worth and I was like what the fuck am I doing I don't even know who I am And that's so normal. Like people go through quarter life crises and midlife crises and buy these cars or whatever they want because they don't know who they are. And they're like, I need to change. But like, no, we all just need to look in the mirror, get to know ourselves. It's okay that we don't know ourselves. Like you really have to commit to growth and getting to know yourself, taking yourself out on dates. I know that sounds 
silly, but you, you have to do it. Otherwise you're never going to really know who you are. It's not easy to learn all this and especially accepting our past and our traumas, how they shaped us into who we are today. And to really let that go and step into this new version of ourselves, we need to understand it. And we need to understand why we are the way we are. And once you're on this journey, cultivating self-discipline and staying consistent is going to be so, so important. And they're essential for stepping into your future self. Because again, with developing healthy habits and routines that really align with your goals and keep you on track, no one is coming into your room at 6 a.m. screaming at you to go to the gym. At least I hope not. But you want to do all these habits and everything out of love for yourself. Like, I'm going to do this every single day. And then you build that trusting and fulfilling relationship with yourself. And then suddenly you're this person. It takes 66 days for a habit to become a behavior. So being consistent and showing up for yourself every single day for 66 days, two months about is all you need to do to become that person when you really think about it. Starting small also is going to help you because let's say three months ago, I started going to the gym every day. I am now working on something else. So you're slowly but surely going to literally step into this ideal version of yourself. And it's really cool. This is why I like journaling. It's really cool for me to look back and be like, oh my God, like I'm already half of what my ideal self was six months ago. And that's only six months. And I really have stepped into this person that I never would have believed I could be. Because six months ago, I was really struggling with confidence issues and self-worth issues and all this stuff. Being disciplined is needed. And that also leads me into overcoming limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are literally not our friends. Limiting beliefs is your ego voice and just that critical voice in your head saying, you can't do that. You could never do that. You're not good enough. You're dumb. Like we need talk about becoming self-aware. Like we need to be so self-aware and shut that voice up immediately and just say like, why am I talking to myself like that? Because how you see yourself is totally up to you. You're worth deprogramming your mind because where you are now is just a result of what you've been taught to learn about yourself. And it's up to you to decide to think differently now and adjust your current thoughts to create your future reality. We have two decisions. We can either let our traumas shape us and regret things we've done in the past and just be a victim throughout our whole life. And I hate life. Everyone's out to get me. Or we can say, okay, this happened to me. What can I learn from it? How has this deepened my relationship with myself and really made me just a more understanding, deeper person? And now let's move forward from it. And once I've accepted my past, I just really, and I still have hard days. Like I don't wake up. I love all parts of myself every single day. Like It's not like that. I mean, I still have days where I do feel a little insecure or I look in the mirror and they're nitpicking. But I actually thought about this the other day. And our body, our physical body, has been with us since we were a baby and is the only thing that's going to be with us until the day we die. So let's respect it. Eating healthy is a form of self-respect. Moving your body is a form of self-respect. All of these healthy habits is just showing your physical body that you respect it, you care for it, and you want to live a good life while you're here.
So physically treating ourselves right and then mentally and emotionally practice overcoming those limiting beliefs. When that negative voice comes in your head, you need to unlearn those negative thought patterns because they're not serving you. They're holding you back. You are literally getting in your own way every single time you let that negative thought take over. After we've done all these steps, we're ready to rock. We are ready to start practicing and getting closer to our future self. We need to embrace that change is coming. Stepping into our future self is going to involve significant changes in our life and embracing these changes as opportunities for growth and transformation, even if they're uncomfortable, needs to happen. When we're on this journey, it's really important to also congratulate our little habits. And I really am actively showing myself love when I'm proud of myself because I truly am really proud of myself lately. Only I'm going to know this, but from the mental state that I was in six months ago to where I am now, again, I still have work to do and I'm still actively stepping into her, meaning my highest self. But I have come such a long way in only six months that I'm like, girl, I'm proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself. Show yourself that love and do something to celebrate yourself. Maybe get, if, like, I like sushi, so I got myself sushi last Friday because I was like, you're doing really fucking good in life right now, Nicole, and I'm really proud of you, and you're showing up for yourself. You're doing those habits that you said you were going to do, and that's all you can do. So, again, take what resonates, but all this really helped me on my journey, and honestly, I have, I am a totally different person even three months ago. I am changing week by week, and I really feel myself stepping into who I always thought I wanted to be. And I feel so good and just better in my skin every single day. To close out this episode, what we're going to do for our journal prompts is it's not going to be a question. It's just going to be writing out how does your future self show up? So questions to keep in mind are how does she look? So how does she dress? How does she walk? How does she talk? Is she confident? What does she do for her job? What do her relationships look like? What are habits that she does every single day? And just write that out. Let it take you where it's going to take you. I would say keep those questions in mind. But just put yourself into your dream version of yourself and write it out and then start on with those habits tomorrow or today, whatever time it is. But I really hope this episode helped you guys. If you guys have any questions or just want to DM us about feedback on the episode, you can find us at Wellness Members Club on TikTok and Instagram. Our website is also wellnessmembersclub.com. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.